Hello, welcome back to episode 77 of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a topic that was inspired by a quote that I read the other day from Barack Obama that says, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, it's a sign of strength. Wow, this quote got me thinking for days because it's so true. A lot of times it's so difficult. It feels so difficult to ask for help. And I started to ask myself, why is that? And I'm going to bundle that in today's episode and I'm going to share with you some tips on how to make asking for help a little bit easier and a whole lot more effective. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Asking for help. Okay, I have to admit that I am not the best at asking for help. Um, so talking today is a little bit uncomfortable, but at the same time, I believe is such an important topic and it's something that I have struggled for many years. And I started to understand why I struggled to ask for help and how important it is to ask for help and change my perspective around asking for help and what it means and what it reflects on myself. And I want to share with you what I've learned so far. Um, I'm not talking from the finish line. I'm talking from being in the middle of the race, like probably some of you or many of you right now. And I thought that if I share what I've learned so far and what I have experienced and how what I've experienced has changed my perspective around this topic, it might help someone that is struggle with this as well. So, um, when you live in a world where you are one of the most capable people around your circle, um, and not in an egocentric way, not in a bragging type of way, but if you work on a company and you do a job and you're really good at your job and you're the only one who does that job, or you know, you are a mom and there's only one mom in the world for your kids, or you, you know, think about any circle that you're in where you add a lot of value and you're really, really capable and people go to you for help. They look up to you for direction and support and, and help. Um, is sometimes when you live in a circle like that, whether 
you know, again, because of your job, because of your position, um, because of the roles that you play in your life, asking for help sometimes can feel pretty uncomfortable and can be a struggle sometimes, especially when you haven't built that muscle of asking for help. But when you finally do, when you finally start asking for help, um, personally, what I have experienced is that it can seem like a huge weight on your shoulders has finally been lifted. Sometimes asking for more, which if you listen to this podcast and you're focused on your personal, your career, and your leadership development, you're probably the type of person like me that is always asking for more, seeking for more, wanting to reach the next level. If that is you, sometimes getting to that next level, taking that next step, um, really what it means is asking for help, the help that you need in order to thrive in your environment, in the things that you want to thrive at. Because, you know, I've talked about this in the past in this podcast episode, but we all play so many roles in our lives. And we can't expect ourselves, we can't expect of ourselves that we can be in our A game in every role of our life, every single day of our life. Let me repeat that. You, we cannot expect for ourselves that we're going to be in our A game in every role that we play in our lives, every single day of our lives. And there's going to be days that we are going to need help in a certain area of our life. And it might be challenging sometimes to ask for that help. And that's what I want to unbundle today. Everybody, everyone needs help once in a while. But the simple question of can you help me may cause a lot of stress and fear and embarrassment. Um, when I read that quote that I read to you before from Barack Obama, it got me thinking a lot on why it was uncomfortable for me to ask for help, why I felt when asking for help that I um, it was a sign of weakness. Um, and how could I shift that perspective to feel that it was a sign of strength. So one of the things that I did is I wrote down how I felt. What are all the feelings that I was feeling when I was asking for help, when I saw myself in a situation that I was forced to ask for help because I had no other alternative but ask for help. And things that came to my mind was I felt stress in preparation to asking that question is a very simple, very short question, right? Can you help me? Yet, just thinking about asking for that help make me felt stress. Also, another 
feeling sometimes is fear, right? Fear that the other person is going to say, no, I won't help you. But the thing is, I came to realize when I was thinking about when was the last time that I asked for help and someone told me, no, I will not help you. I can remember, I really can't remember any time that someone came to me and say, no, I will not help you. I've got people that say, sorry, I can't help you. I'm not the right person to help you. Or I can't help you right now. I don't have the time. Or this is not a good time. Um, Or as I said before, I'm not the right person to help you. But that is very different than someone intentionally not wanting to help me. Um, The other feeling, as I said, is embarrassment, right? Many of us want to look strong and capable. You know, growing up, um, growing up in my professional career or growing into my professional career, I was typically the only woman and the youngest in every team that I worked for a very long time. That is changing now. That's something, you know, a former boss of mine told me that that is the one problem that time will solve. And it has. But at the time, I felt it was a big problem. It was a big problem, not because it really was, but because it made me feel that I had to be stronger, that I had to show myself as capable and professional. And it was hard to admit first of all, that I needed help, but most of all, to ask for help because I thought that other people will see it as a sign of weakness. They would see it as, oh, that little girl, she can't do anything or she doesn't know how to do that. And I didn't want people to think that about me. And I just thinking about what other people might think in terms of me not being capable me not being, um, you know, knowledgeable enough about something that I couldn't do it myself made me feel embarrassed. And that many times stopped me from asking for help. And that is where it all started, right? That feeling at one time might have been gone, but I have trained my brain, I have trained myself not to ask for help because if I did, it was going to be seen as a sign of weakness. And that for me is the root cause why asking for help is so difficult because I associate asking for help with stress and fear of other people telling me no and embarrassment of what other people might think or that other people might think that I'm not capable. So I always took upon myself to do it all and ask for as little help as possible. Like only when it was a matter of life or death, I would ask for help to that extreme. You know, I always tell people, I have two kids, a 12-year-old and a 5-year-old, and I've never, ever in my life hired a babysitter in the last 12 years. 
and we don't have family around. Like we live in a different country across the pond from where my family is. And yet I've never hired a babysitter because there's many reasons, but one of them, the deepest reason for that is that I always felt that it was my responsibility as a mom to always take care of my kids. And I was afraid to ask for help and feel that I was not capable to be a good mom and has nothing to do. Like they are amazing moms, much better than I am out there that use a babysitter all the time. But what I'm trying to tell you with my story, with my examples is you are telling yourself a story. And I mentioned this in a previous podcast episode. The most important story that you'll ever tell is the story that you tell to yourself. So what story are you constantly telling yourself that is making you feel stress and fearful and embarrassed? And you can keep adding to that list, to your personal list of how you feel when you're asking for help that makes you feel uncomfortable or not confident um, when asking for help. And the reason why you feel that way is because of the stories that you keep telling to yourself. So it's time to change those stories. It's time to change the narrative of the stories that you're telling yourself. And for me, repeating to myself this quote from Barack Obama um, of don't be afraid to ask for help when you really need it. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, it's a sign of strength. How powerful is that? And for me, my personal goal is to change my perspective around asking for help to see it as a sign of strength. Of course, you're not going to ask for help all the time, every time, and stop trying to do things by yourself. I'm not saying that. That is not what Barack Obama meant with this quote, right? It's not that now you're going to start to outsource everything and delegate everything and relay on asking for help to solve all your problems. You need to face your own problems. You need to try to do things on your own because that's the way that you grow and that's the way that um, you become better and that you learn. But there are going to be times that you really need the help. And in those times when you've tried, when you haven't been able to do something or accomplish something, you need to live behind your fears and those feelings of stress and embarrassment and feeling that you, you know, that you're not capable or that you're not good enough or whatever those feelings are, arm yourself with courage and go ask for help. So let's talk about seven steps that can help you make asking for help just a little bit more easy, but a whole lot more effective. So the first step is take the risk. I've been talking about that right now, right? People don't often ask for help because they assume that the person they're 
asking might say no. The fear of rejection is real and it's strong. And we all, every human being, we all worry about this to some degree in our lives. Not only when asking for help, but the fear of rejection manifests in many situations. But one for sure is when we're trying to ask for help. Asking for help can be uncomfortable. Maybe you want to avoid it because you want to avoid the embarrassment of the rejection or the embarrassment of what the other person might think of you because you're asking for help. So a lot of people, they just don't ask for help. And I include myself in that group. But there's several studies, there's several research that have shown that people often guess wrong about the people they want to ask. People generally like to see themselves as useful and are often willing to take action when they're asked. They're willing to help. Think about when someone comes to you asking you for help, how do you feel? We talk about how we feel when we are the ones asking for help, but now put yourself on the other side. When someone comes and asks you for help, how do you feel? And I'll tell you, I feel important. I feel valued. I feel that I I can actually make an impact and help someone. I love when people come to me and ask for help even though then I have to deal with different problems about getting all the things done. But I actually like when people come and ask for help. As human beings, we like to help others. We're social creatures. We were driven by by social connections and by helping others in in the root of who we are. So for me, when I'm looking to ask for help, this is the first thing that I remind myself that gives me the courage to take the risk for asking for help, is to try to think that when I'm asking someone for help, I'm actually giving that person a gift. Think about it for a minute. We talk about changing our perspective around asking for help. And not only asking for help is a sign of strength, but you're giving the other person a gift. How beautiful it is to think about it from that perspective. The other person probably is going to be happy to help you. It's going to feel that you're going to them because you value them, because you think that they're good at something, they're good enough to help you, right? Then that you value their help and you value what they have to bring to the table to solve that problem that you are trying to solve that you can't solve by yourself. So think about this perspective to arm yourself with courage. Okay, now that you have the courage that you decided that you want to take the risk to ask for help, the second thing that is really important, and this is not only going to make asking for help easier, but much more effective, is clarify what kind of help is that you need. A lot of times we're like, I need help. 
but we're not even clear of how that looks like, of what we're really asking for. Before you ask for help, clarify what you need. Knowing this can determine who do you ask and what do you need from them. So think about the problem that you have at hand that you can solve, that you need help with, and decide what are the missing parts in solving this problem that matter the most, the ones that you're struggling the most with. And and then try to explain to yourself first the big picture of the situation and decide how specific you need to be around the topic for which you need help before you even go and talk to the other person. What exact knowledge is that you need to gather in order to complete the task that is in front of you or solve the problem that is in front of you? What exactly is that you need help with? Is it for someone to do something? Is it for someone to teach you something? What exactly is that you need? The third step is be thoughtful about who you ask for help. Once you know exactly what kind of help you need, you need to consider and ask yourself, who is the right person to ask for help? And you might want to consider like what information is that you need? Do you need to speak to a professional in the field or Maybe you can talk to a friend or a colleague at work or maybe a family member. If you aren't sure who could help, maybe pick someone that might have more knowledge than you in that topic or that have faced that problem before and start there and try to unbundle by asking that person, try to find out if that person is the right person to help you or maybe because they've experienced what you're experiencing right now, they might be able to point you in the right direction. And here's the thing, someone pointing you in the right direction of who to go to ask for help is actually helping you. A lot of times we ask someone for help and they're like, oh, you should ask so-and-so. And we take it personal as if that person that we originally asked for help don't want to help us. Yes, they do want to help you, but there's they are convinced that there's someone that can help you better than they can. And that is okay. They're helping you by doing that. Okay, number four, step number four is you need to be thoughtful about how to ask for help. So we clarify what help we need. We were thoughtful about who to ask for help. And now we need to be thoughtful about how to ask for help. How you go about asking for help can make a big difference. So think about how would you like someone to approach you if they were the ones asking you for help? So a few things to keep in mind. Avoid making the request as if it's a demand, right? It should not come across as you're demanding them to do something or help you in a certain way. Appeal to them with kindness and humility. I think that The reason why, as I was thinking on this quote from Barack Obama, that asking for help is actually a sign of strength, why is that? Is because vulnerability is a superpower. 
vulnerability is a sign of strength as much as these two things sound contrary, right? But if we want to promote empathy from the other person, you need to show vulnerability in some way. You need to approach that person with kindness and humility. Also, show trust and respect, right? Be willing to listen to the other person and learn from the other person. Be open-minded and trusting on what they recommend. A lot of times we go to ask for help and we almost are so prescriptive on I need A, B, and C that we basically the way we come across is that we don't trust the other person. We go for, to the other person for help, but we don't trust in their opinion about how they can help us best. So show trust and show respect. Listen to the other person, learn from the other person, be open-minded for maybe they have a better idea on how to solve the problem, a better way that they can help you. Just because they can't help you exactly in the way that you had in mind doesn't mean that they're not willing to help you. And maybe they have an even better idea to solve the problem that, by the way, you haven't been able to solve. That's why you're asking for help in the first place. And then finally, be considerate with timing, right? If possible, try to avoid asking for help at the last minute because then you're putting the other person on a very uncomfortable situation, right? Remember, I asked this point about how to ask for help by asking you to put yourself on the shoes of the person that you're asking help for from. If someone comes and asks you for help and they say, oh, by the way, I need it in five minutes, how would that make you feel? So be considerate of the timing and avoid those last minute, I need your help quickly with this. There's going to be time that you can't avoid that, but don't wait until the last minute to ask for help. Don't let those feelings that we talked about earlier delay you asking for help. Recognize that People also have their own priorities and they're busy. We are all busy. And the fact that they're willing to help you, even if they can't do it as quickly as you would expect, again, put yourself in their shoes. Okay, step number five, be very specific. Um, so I like to use the who, how, why, where, when, and what to narrow down when I'm asking for help. Because one thing that I found is that when I was asking for help, which wasn't very often, I was not clear on all these things, like who I need help with, how they can help me, uh, why I choose them, where do I need the help, when do I need the help, what exactly I need help with, right? So ask yourself these questions and use this as you communicate to the other person that you're seeking help from. So who needs the help? Is it you or is it someone else? Who else is involved in the help that you're seeking? How will their actions help you? Explain what you tried already 
And where did you fall short? Why did you pick them? You know, mention their expertise. Maybe someone refer you to them. Maybe it's um, because of past experiences, because you noticed that they were really good at this. Explain why you're seeking for their help. Also, where? Where is that you need to have help? Narrow down the part of your problem where you need help, whether that is, um, you know, a part of the problem or it's a physical location where you need help, right? And then when exactly is that you need help? Set a deadline. Um, but make sure that the deadline, as we talked before, is realistic. And then what is your specific need. Spell out what is that you need from the other person and do it in plain language, right? In a way that the other person can understand you. Remember, they don't have all the context that you have, all the background that you have. So you need to be able to explain it in very simple terms. Okay, step number six. We're almost there. Ask. Can you help me? Ending your request with this question is a way to show vulnerability. Most people want to be helpful. And a person is less likely to turn you away when you ask the question directly. Don't go around the bushes. Just ask, can you help me? Is that simple? Is that easy? As much as it feels so hard sometimes. Even if the other person isn't able to help, they are more likely to reply with kindness and probably suggest different ways to get help, maybe from other people or different ways to approach the problem. And the final step, step number seven, is give helps to others. Make it a habit to offer your time and your talents to others. Not only can you understand what it's like to be on the other side of the coin, but the process is going to see less intimidating. And it also going to help you move your mindset in a more generous direction, um, which is good for all your social connections. And you're going to feel fulfilled and value when you're able to help someone. So those are my seven tips to make asking for help a little bit more easy, and a whole lot more effective. I hope you find this podcast episode helpful. As I said, I'm talking from being in the middle of the race, still on my way, trying to find my way to that finish line. This is definitely not a topic that comes always comfortable to me, but this is what I've learned so far. And I thought that if I could share it with you, it might help you as well. If you like me, struggle with asking for help. So with that, if you like today's podcast episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review while you're there. Make sure that you subscribe so you get updates on upcoming podcast episodes. If you can think of anyone that can benefit from today's content, please share the link with them. Help me spread the word. Um, and that can be a way that you can also help someone that might be struggling with asking for help.
Okay, with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you here again next week for a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.